74 serious rap shit podcast i'm john your host i'm josh of a host and yeah we we about to get busy how you been josh i'm good bro i'm always waiting for you to be like yo we rocking in the free world yo <laughs> I, said, I said that like one of the first times i said it and somebody definitely like hit me up it was like yo did you say rocking in the free world <laughs> this episode i can't think of who said that somebody definitely like called me on it um yeah man i'm cool and dog um it's crazy. This is like a weird time. Uh, like this exact time of the year is always weird because obviously everybody realizes like this is when we first went into lockdown like last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> three years ago, like right around this date is when you were had been in a hospital for a little while already mm-hmm. for like almost a month at that point. Um, and I was had jetting off to fucking India to go shoot a documentary. Crazy. Um, that you were supposed to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. And um <clears throat> and then two years ago is when right around this time again, I was involved in that car accident and fucked my back all up. Um mm. and like completely like changed the direction of like where my life was going at the time. Yeah. Um to where I'm in now. And uh, and then obviously like yeah obviously a year ago we were in lockdown and we started lockdown and I decided hey it's been almost two it's two years since we went to India I'm gonna start working this documentary now I'm gonna start editing this documentary take the yeah. time learn this editing software and fucking edit which is um, like a crazy I don't mean to cut you off is no 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 you good it's such a crazy uh ambitious and impressive thing that you did like you literally taught yourself to edit film and then you know made this documentary because we've you know as you said like we've had this footage you know what i mean we've been uh writing like the voiceover and copy and all of that stuff and and you know developing this whole thing for a while and you took the initiative like yo like all right i'm gonna edit this thing we're in the house we're locked down for you know an undetermined amount of time we're locked down probably till summer you know what i mean it will be Uh, good i legit (laughs) thought like yo all right you know it's gonna be like a you know go in do a little six months come back out nah Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been a year you know what i mean so yeah now um you know we have a, a finished documentary uh it's called another world uh, it's called another word for paradise and yeah, yeah it's it's coming out very soon the trailer drops uh next monday yes next monday yeah 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 so well uh yeah so did yeah, I, I cut the doc i cut the trailer the other day um mm-hmm. obviously i sent it to you so it'll be up on our vivo channel in uh, a couple days so yeah i think it's next monday is the date um and uh so we're gonna be taking like so once the trailer drops like the next couple weeks after that we'll have like a whole listing of dates and we'll put it all up um but like for the next few weeks it's just gonna be straight push 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 this documentary um and get folks to take a look at it so we'll be actually off um for the next couple weeks there won't be any new podcast episodes um 
but we'll be like heavy. The socials will just be like us bombing like stuff for the the documentary. Um, behind the scenes, you know, pictures and and stuff. We we probably should uh, throw up like some, uh, you know, maybe like some outtakes, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. We're going to do an interview with Raj who uh, went with you to India and it is really you know uh, one of the subjects of the film it's like we yes. we follow him on tour uh, for three cities and, and we're gonna drop um, each city is gonna be like an episode that mm-hmm. we're gonna drop once a week for the next three weeks on our Vivo channel and then the full film will live you know we, we've been trying to get into like some festivals and stuff and yeah. you know we're gonna see what what we can do like down the line as far as this thing living as like a full film, not in, you know, parts like it will be on Vivo. It'll be somewhere else, you know, it's like it's yes. it's full self. Yeah, absolutely. Um But you know, one of the good things is is it kinda does break evenly for us where we can like, you know, it's one day is part one, Bangalore is part one, Mumbai's part two and uh, Delhi is part three because like it kind of breaks that way and that's actually before we had any plans to break it that way that's how I edited it I edited it linearly lin, lin, linearly whatever yeah, I'm not high, I promise I'm not drunk or high like I just, <laughs> I'm not loquacious like no. you know what I mean um, but yeah that's how I cut it is how I cut it is those days in that in that way so it kind of worked out perfect that that's kind of how it's cut up because it makes it easier to break apart um but yeah man i'm excited for folks to see it um and thank you for saying what you said like you know first shout out to the homie davu um he's the one who posted the link for a trial version of final cut pro 10 oh shit raj tagged me in that uh, because I had used Premiere Pro. I had tried to like edit before, like uh, two years before that, like that summer when we first had it. I was like, oh, I'm going to try and get some of this, put it together. And I tried Premiere Pro. And I mean, I didn't probably give it as, as strong a push as I should have because also at that time I was working a full-time job and yeah, like, yeah. you know, trying to do this stuff. Um, so then uh, I got when uh, the homie Davu posted the uh, the the link for the trial version Raj and tagged me in it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it. And that was like February or something like that. So I, I got it and I, and I signed up for it and then it kind of just sat there mm-hmm. on my computer. And I was just like, this is fucking overwhelming. Like the idea of starting it was really overwhelming to me. Yeah. Um, Cause again, like, yeah, we'll post some like outtakes. There's like, I don't know how many hours worth of footage. So much fucking footage. And it's like a 41 minute documentary, mm-hmm. but there's like hours and hours and hours of footage that's just like there. Yeah. So like combing through all that, figuring stuff out. Um, at one point, I mean, I don't know if I ever told you that at one point um, I was going to leave it how it was shot. Like I wasn't going to color grade it. Mm-hmm. And or like I we would have got somebody to do it, but I wasn't like oh I should color grade this. Yeah. But then yeah. like I was looking at it and I'm looking up like tutorials on how to color grade and I'm just like I'll try it. And then like I color grade. I posted this on my story a couple of days ago. Like there's a part 
in the very beginning of the film where we're like in traffic and like we're Raj is talking and like the film like just because that's how it was shot it was bright and sunny and all that kind of shit like it's just like this almost like a white wash over like mm. what you see on the film but like what you're seeing in the in the documentary it's just like this vibe, uh this bright vibrant color and it's because like I sat there and just like played with the fucking color wheels and yeah. did all this shit so like the the um the uh like the ambassador cabs look like fucking ambassador cabs they don't look like these whitewashed versions mm. of it because yeah. like I was able to play with it 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 was a very like big undertaking but like I feel so it I can't lie I do feel accomplished in feeling like oh I learned how to do this thing and worked on it for all this time yeah it you looks gorgeous I mean? too like I feel like yeah. people um when they see this and they see you know the crews like breaking in the streets and you know the traffic and the cabs and you know the temples and everything like the murals on the wall it's so beautiful and colorful it's really impressive like yo like this is this is our movie you know what i mean mm -hmm. and you get um a sense of uh india's is such a uh unique uh country as far as its history and a long ancient uh cultural continuity you yeah you get like hip-hop and mcs and you know there's like nightlife stuff and everything but there's kind of like this uh this undercurrent of energy that you feel and you you watching it myself i feel like i'm in a place that's very old who's you know culture has changed a lot over the years and you notice know, colonialism with the british and and all of this stuff and all of these like different um cultural changes that in india has undergone but there's still like this like undercurrent of like you know the old world so to speak yeah that like lives in it and you can see it you can see it in like the art and people's approach to the art and you know the the architecture and, and everything you know what i mean it just it it it's very much uh i think that we very much capture modern india but mm -hmm. also you can feel old india in it as well yeah it it's it's amazing because like you said there's such an ancient culture it's one of those things where like the like right next to like old like ancient temples now there's like a high rise going up mm. and like you're seeing both these like crazy like dichotomies we in the one episode we go from like you know it this the place where slumdog millionaire is essentially based we go from that place like as a as me experiencing it was crazy as like we're in this place and we leave there to go interview someone and it's like this upscale uh like trendy like restaurant area where there's like four different restaurants inside this one area that people come to eat and then there's like these steps that people sit on and just work it's like this completely different world it's like two different worlds it, but like within you know, 45 minutes from each other. Like yeah. it's, it's really weird. Um, but it is, it's beautiful, man. Like one thing, like I want 
people to, to see and like shout out to the crew that shot it um it is beautiful like some stuff you're looking at is just gorgeous yeah um and one thing that's one thing i think the the color grading learning to do that was really important because it then allowed people to see what i saw right right you know it, what it i mean it feels like you're like you know, I'm not even like trying to be like hyperbolic because I'm like involved in it and this is our thing. It feels like you're walking around with y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like I didn't get to go. You know what I mean? Like it was it was like uh, a whole crazy situation where I got like terribly sick. But like I don't feel super left out like a, <laughs> i watch it and it feels like i'm just like moving around with y'all you know what i mean even the way that it's shot a lot of it is like i don't know it, it feels uh immersive like you're you know we're walking up and talking with people that uh there's a scene where uh y'all are in like a record store and like digging through records and stuff it's just all of it feels very uh real and alive and immersive yeah, yeah. I I think the crew did a really good job of like shooting stuff. It's like you know, as we're like walking, they're essentially either shooting right next to us as we walk, or they're shooting behind us as we walk or forward. So like you're oh, we're always like you're following us. There's not a lot of like, uh, just like random shots of nothingness. Like it's it's like you said, it's very immersive. As like you can see, as we're like walking through like these markets yeah. in Delhi or, um. You know, we have a, a bunch of like, you know, little food, like, well, like a lot of it is like, hey, Josh, try this food that you've never had before and mm -hmm. shit like that. Um, and I mean, like, there's it's so it, it's really great. Like, there's a point where we, you know, we're walking past a temple and like they go to give us like there's they're giving out food at the temple. So, like, we go to like eat some of the food it, like it, it's it's. There's so much stuff in there that's so rich and uh, like I just want people to be able to experience what like I was able to experience, especially in a sense that like I, when I tell people like, oh, yeah, I shot this documentary um, about like the emerging hip hop scene in India and uh, people go like there's a hip hop scene in India. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, and like I want people to be able to see like there's not just like a hip hop scene in India. There's full scale like artists and record labels and like you know what I mean. There's a whole thing. It's not just like you know, it's not 1977 hip hop just becoming a thing. Like this is literally like a a industry there too. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Not just like hip hop, but like youth culture overall, like skate parks and fucking, you know, sneaker festivals and a whole different world that we don't necessarily always get to see. Like, you know, when we were kids, like if you thought of India, it was like some shit you'd see on like, you know, some Sally Charlotte shit or some shit like that. Like, yeah, some like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's something where it's like, oh, like, there's whole giant cities here. And big, like, stuff that, like, you know, we in the West get to, like, just, like, this arrogant view of, like, the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it does a good job of that. And I, I just really can't wait for people to see and experience some of the things we, we got to see and experience. Yeah, I think people are really going to uh, dig it. It's, um, let me get the correct date for the trailer drop to let people know 
It's like April 4th, I want to say. Or uh, 5th. Yeah, April 5th. Okay, so April 5th, uh, the trailer's going to drop. Another word for Paradise. It's our first film that we made. Shout out to uh, the whole crew that shot it. All of our uh, really dope interviewees that kind of like brought us into our world or their world. You know what I mean? And it showed us around. Shout out to uh, Raj for being like the engine for a lot of dope shit. But specifically being like the engine for this. Um, So, yeah, we're going to let people know when the trailer's out. We're going to be like waving the flag for this shit. Yes, definitely. Boosting the signal or whatever. But, yeah, it's going to be dope. And I think people are going to enjoy it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I think people are going to love it. Um, We actually should have a movie poster coming up soon, too, to to post and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait for people to check it out. Um, and you know if you're following us on socials you'll see it we'll be bombing it as yeah. much as possible um, um i think we get into some stuff uh that happened this week um i don't know if you saw this but apparently <laughs> prince william uh who i guess is like the prince of england um yeah. we, don't, we don't know these niggas you know what i mean nah, we just we, nah. we riffing here uh, only kings I respect are the kings of comedy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, and King, you know what? Like I, as a kid, I thought Prince Nassim was the uh, the, <laughs> the, the the Prince of England. I ain't know. We thought, you know what we I mean? thought Prince Nassim he was a man. Dem. You know what I mean? <laughs> His name was Prince. He was knocking niggas out. I assumed, like, oh, yeah, once the queen dies, yeah. he's going to take over Prince Nassim. And if somebody, it'd be like Black Panther. If somebody want to challenge the throne, Prince yeah. Nassim, knock him out, do a somersault in the ring. Yeah. And the monarchy. Knock him out in some, like, leopard uh, boxer shorts. <laughs> if y'all, listen, y'all young people, we going we to get to this shit, <laughs> the fucking royal family. If y'all niggas never seen Prince Nassim, just look him up on YouTube. If you never yeah. seen him fight, my man, he was like he was like a real life like Don Flamenco off of yes. uh, Punch Out. Yeah, he was he flamboyantly was. just like knocking niggas out, and you knew you when you saw him hit somebody, you could tell the hands was serious because it looked yeah. like he was like playing around, but he knocked your block off. Definitely, definitely. Um, but apparently, uh, Prince William it was voted most sexy ball man. <laughs> In the world or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just going like, first of all, we weren't hit up about this list. So uh, I'm assuming we're on the list somewhere. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Def- we we definitely got to be in like the top third. Like, so, come on. First of all, my man Prince William ain't even like really bald. He rocking the, the Homer Simpson joint yeah. that got like the four hairs he like brushes over every day. He's balding. Yeah, he's bald. Ding. He's not even bald. Like, my man don't, you know what I mean? He don't take the bick to it or nothing like that. Yeah. He ain't got no, like, skull shaver <laughs> or no shit like that. All around joint. Nah. Yeah. He don't, you know, he ain't doing, he ain't really going at it. I, what, so I'm thinking, you know, I always go to conspiracy theory, right? Naturally. So, like, the, the royal family's getting a lot of bad press right now because, like, Meghan Markle went on, uh, on Oprah and like dragged the ass. <laughs> she was like, yo, they racist. <laughs> and the whole world was like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so they get a lot of bad press. And like then Harry, Harry, right? That's that's how 
That's baby? the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry. He's so, the one that's married to Megan, to Megan. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he went on. He, in the interview, he like, yeah, you know what made me think, like, all the shit they was talking about my, my wife made me think about, like, how bad they used to talk about my mom and how, essentially, like, they killed me. You know, the paparazzi killed my mom. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, so, yeah. So I think a lot of people, I think, like, the, the world family is like, yo, we got to get some, like, positive stuff going on right now. So, like... <laughs> The other boy wife uh, and and the grandma, the queen and shit, was like, "Yo, we gonna we gonna create this website and <laughs> we gonna call William because William probably sitting over there like, damn. He said like, how am I supposed to even come back from that? Like he yeah. said, you know, I, I did this for my my wife because it made me think about my mom. Like I'm out here like trying to rep the the family and." You know what I mean? My brother dragging me, basically yeah. saying like, "I don't give a fuck about my mom." Yeah, he got me out here looking like a sucker. Like I don't care yeah. about the family. Yeah. So yeah. like he probably all depressed and sad and shit. So they was like, <laughs> "I love yo. how how much he thought about this." <laughs> <laughs> like he probably be sitting in the room. Like I remember watching this interview with Damon Wayans, and I forget what it was, but some shit he did. Maybe it was more money or some shit. Some other shit he did didn't hit. I mean, maybe it was Blank Man. Mm. And like didn't hit the Black way he like awful, awful, <laughs> awful fucking movie. Go ahead, I'm sorry. He didn't hit like it wasn't hit like shit was just not taking off because like for whatever reason folks love Jim Carrey who was like the least funny dude on a Living Color and Damon Wayans was the funniest dude on a Living Color and just couldn't get the same hits. We all know why. Um, <laughs> but like I remember watching this thing where they said Damon Wayans like painted a room in his house all black. What? And would just go sit into it and go sit in his room for Yo. like hours in like complete absolute darkness like staring into the void and shit. God damn. So that's how I'm envisioning uh Prince William <laughs> like in the in the castle in like a completely black room, yeah. just like staring into the void, like yo. So like his pay, his people was just like yo, we are gonna cook up this this fake list we of got like you, sexy ball men. <laughs> you know what I mean? They probably got like what, what was my man the boy from Happy Days that became a director? Like he probably on that list and shit like that. Uh, Howard, <laughs> yeah, Ryan Howard and Ryan shit. Howard. Ryan Howard probably like number two or something like that. So, you know, like first of all, my That's man a probably bullshit like, list. <laughs> He like Already. wild disconnected and shit. Like he probably don't know who people are and shit. So right. you know what I mean? Like how like it's probably like I don't even like Joe Rogan like that. But like Joe Rogan's like one of the most famous motherfuckers in the world. How he not higher on that list than like, Prince throw, William? Yeah, throw Joe Rogan on that list. At least Rogan, like, you know, he's you know, he husky and shit, you know, he all big and stocky and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Got tattoos and shit. How that dude not on the list, but fucking what you call it? Man, y'all could have threw like Caesar from Black Ink on there or some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. A whole bunch of dudes you could have put on that fucking list. Not how, that how dude. How Jada Kiss and Styles not on that list? <laughs> they go back to back on the verses. Like, yeah. come on. Man. Like this for shit. the for the what's your call a joint you know the uh, we so strong we gotta put it in glass jars John that John Long they should be number one <laughs> on top of any list. Man, Onyx man. how Onyx was it higher on the list? <laughs> Yo, did you hear Onyx put out a new record? No, I didn't hear that. I ain't listen to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Onyx. <laughs> you know they they was active for a while like Yo. you know Tretch. Trench wasn't on that list? 
with the machete. <laughs> yeah. Come on. What is like, this? He, t- he could have took a picture in the bed with all the Naughty by Nature sheets and shit. Yo. Like, Duh, they definitely be selling like the Naughty by Nature hoodies. If you see me pop into one of these Zoom calls <laughs> with one, don't ask no questions. By the bottom shit's off IG. Vinny be doing the commercials. So he got the little promotional joint on IG. Like, yo, Naughty Gear. <laughs> yo. Man, Wasn't that being made by like Walkerware at one point at one point? Was it? Was April Walker designing so. this shit? I think they were like, I think they were like, yeah, I think they were connected. I could be wrong. They're connected in my mind. It's like definitely the same. Like when I think of like ACG boots or like Walkerware, I that whole era, 92, 93 is all interconnected. Yeah. Mini bat. Yo. Trench used to walk around with the mini bat. Yeah, man. But yeah, fuck the royal family, dog. Like, you know. This this whole thing, uh it so when they when they did the uh the the interview with Oprah and shit, a lot of people were talking about um, you know, whether or not uh the royal family is personally racist. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? But also, it's a fucking racist institution. Like, yeah. that shit was built on the backs of slavery and colonialism. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, none of it, you know, um, I'm a firm believer that, not to make it like too deep, but I'm a firm believer that uh, institutions influence people as people influence institutions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, y'all motherfuckers have been, you know, living off of colonialism off the backs of people of color around the world it wouldn't surprise me if y'all had like crazy reactions to a black lady marrying into to y'all family that shit's Absolutely. on brand for me and now this dude's like, the sexiest bald dude somehow <laughs> makes no sense it's a fake list dog it's a fake list it's a bullshit list fake list it's the it's website like <laughs> that they created like the, if you go look at like the bottom joint where it says like the website year was created shit it's yeah, like yeah. 2021 it's like march 2021 that shit was created yeah powered by squarespace yeah <laughs> exactly terrible exactly um you talk about institutions and like upholding like like people getting influenced by institutions and shit an institution for real that was something that was huge when we was kidding and still going is sesame street sesame street was a huge yes. institution and like um, huge on like especially like our generation of like being raised in front of a television like you sit the kid in front of the TV and put fucking Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers and shit on mm-hmm. like I still know the the fucking theme song for Reading Rainbow like you know right. what I mean like she right. does it great in my head easy I'm named yes. after LeVar Burton my, exactly. my middle, yeah, middle name, name. Yeah. yeah so uh, Sesame Street um, just recently, they're doing a thing called. Hold on, let me get the proper name for it because I don't want to. Um, coming together initiative. So they're tackling like you know there was like I saw recently there was like a there was a how um, an unhoused Muppet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> they have like a, a a Muppet now that's like autistic. Um, they have a like a they're doing a bunch of those types of things. Um, so right now they have they just added two Muppets, uh, Wes and Elijah, who are black. Yeah. And uh, the video that I saw, it was Elmo, and he like he's talking to Wes and Elijah. I think it's Elijah's the dad, Wes is the the son, mm-hmm. and um, 
they're like it's like fall and like the tree the leaves are like falling down and like orange and yellow and all these different colors and they talk about like you know well why is like you know the the tree the tree leaves are different colors look this tree leaves red it looks just like you Mm -hmm. uh elmo and he was like this tree leaves brown it looks just like you wes and he's like why like why are why is your skin brown and they talk about like you know well it's about the melanin that's in your skin and the amount of melanin in your skin makes you darker and uh Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, and he's just like so. They're like they're talking about like these different, you know, like they talk about those kind of things. And he's like, you know, it, and, and then there's like uh, I think the the West picks up the one. And he's like, look, Elmo, this is just like us. This one's half red and half brown. Like it's like us standing next to each other. Oh shit. Um, and they talk about it in the article that I was reading. They say like, um, kids recognize like. Uh, racial differences at a very, very, like, from, like, infancy. Like, they recognize that they, you know, they look different than what they look like and all those kind of things. Oh, yeah. Um, And they're not, like, basically saying, like, kids aren't colorblind. And, like, you don't want to make them to try and believe that they should be colorblind, right? Yeah. Um, And they're talking about, like, you know, it's just about, like, making people understand and being able to tackle things at a very young age that, you know... They'll tell you like, oh, well, we shouldn't talk about them at that. But no, it actually, that's like the foundation. We should talk about these things with kids at a very, very young age right. so they can grow up. There's so many things that like I remember seeing on fucking Sesame Street that's still like, dude, every time the song Let It Be comes on by the Beatles, hmm. I instantly go to Letter B. From when they had the Beatles Muppets fucking yep. singing the song. Like, yep. it's the first thing I sing ingrained is the song. In there. Yeah, it's so ingrained in me from being a kid to sing that. And I like, I'm, I don't know how many times they were running reruns like that stuff when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I probably only saw it once or twice. But, like, it made such an impact because I was so young when I saw it that it's the thing that I think of. And that's why I think it's so important, like these things that they're doing with having like, you know, the 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 you have like black Muppets now, and then you have like an autistic Muppet, and you have yeah. an unhoused Muppet. Like teaching these kids about things that are like, hey, you know, these are real world things. And like they have they I remember when uh I think it was a Katrina happened, like they had kids talk about Mm-hmm. Like being displaced because of a natural disaster and all these things that like we like you would hope you wouldn't have to talk to your kids about it's fucking twenty twenty one and why we're still having to have discussions that you know Mister Rogers was trying to have with kids in the fucking seventies, right, right. <laughs> but fucking fifty years later, we're still having that discussion because you know we're a backwards ass country mm-hmm. and. But, like, I think it's so important that we're still, that, like, Sesame Street has never ran away from those kind of things or, you know. Right. Right. Listen, they had, you know, the the bald-headed brother. Like, why did he win fucking best-looking bald-headed dude? (laughs) The one Um, he needs to be on. Yeah. Yo. They had uh, the Spanish sister who, like, was running, like, the grocery market. Like, it was always just super inclusive thing. And yeah. so, like, to continue to reach out, like, they, I was, the article I was reading, it was like, yo, at the Jim Henson Company, like, we believe in these type of things. And we want people to understand. Mm-hmm. And it's important for these people to understand. Um, and, like, so 
the idea to like to teach kids like, hey, look, there's differences, but in the grand scheme of things, we're all the same. And like, there's differences and it's okay to notice the differences and to see the differences. Right. And I, I think that, um, that's key and important because like you said, you know, the, uh, the Beatles song sticks in your head from when you were a child. I still hear, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, absolutely. Think of like a pinball machine. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that foundation so early on, but it being about uh, children accepting difference in one another. You know what I mean? Because the thing, like, you know, you alluded to, uh, colorblindness, one, it's, it's fake, but yes. it's also, it's so dangerous because it, it puts a block on people, that kind of mentality of like, oh, you know, I don't see color, nothing's, you know, nobody's different. That shit puts a block on celebrating diversity, which is what we really should be doing. You know, uh, I love the fact that people are not like me and that we're, you know, we have universal human shit. You know, we all get up in the morning and like take a piss and yes. all of that stuff. We cry when we're upset. There's like a whole bunch of, you know, universal human things. But there are a, a bunch of other cultural differences that are fucking dope and like we you know we ought to come from that from a place of respect so imagine training kids at a very young age and encouraging them at a young age to celebrate the fact that people are different rather than try to lie about it like oh colorblind there's no there's no difference we're all different imagine training kids at a young age to understand that you know and it's it's not like you said it's not like they're too young. You know what I yeah. mean? Growing up is like the only endeavor that we expect people to to be able to really, you know, uh, deal with the stuff later on as opposed to when you start. When you start a job, you know, not that growing up is like working a job, but when you start a job, they train you on the basics and the stuff that you need when you first get there. Yes. You know what I mean? You're going to wait until somebody's 16 when they've already formed all of these other opinions and prejudices biases all of that shit you're gonna wait till somebody's 16 or 17 and they already see the world a certain way to have a conversation with them you know death happens diversity happens you know sex happens all of this stuff happens I understand, you know, there's certain like, quote unquote, like explicit stuff that you maybe not want to expose your kid to, you know, that's your kid, whatever. But like having uh, fostering an environment of openness and honesty, I think is key. And that's what I see in this. You know what I mean? Uh, When kids are learning, you know kids can adapt and they can they can learn and they can understand shit kids are many fucking geniuses you know what i'm saying like they they already see diversity out in the world yeah they're learning when you don't think they're learning right why not be intentional about you know making them okay with people being different is, is, is the core of what i'm trying to say and i think it's dope that they're doing that yeah 100 percent. it's i think it's really important um that they're they're doing these things and first of all that 
Sesame Street's even still around. I know it's like it's on HBO Max now, um, but like I think it's still free on YouTube. Like whatever the show mm-hmm. that that airs that day is then like a few hours later it's on YouTube for everybody to watch because they purposely want to make sure because you know. Of course, the government doesn't want to pump money into public broadcasting. It's like, crazy. you know what I mean? Um, you know, every year they got to run a damn marathon or telethon to like, you know what I mean? To raise money for right. them. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, you know, it's really important. Like, I, I, I know recently it just went around where there's like, oh, there's different big birds all over the world. Mm-hmm. You a know what day. I mean? And, and it's like, that's awesome. And like, I... I when it became like a big thing on the internet, all of a sudden, like Sesame Street responded to it, where Big Bird was like, "Yeah, these are all my cousins, like all over the world. This is my mm-hmm. cousin from Brazil, and he's this, 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 and this." And like, I think that's really important, man. I think it's huge for kids to learn because, you know, like you, like you said, like, hey, man, you try to teach kids at like sixteen about diversity, they've already picked up their own prejudices. Like we grew up with certain prejudices, just of like neighborhood things and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, that le- I mean that leads into like the the last topic I wanted to talk about of um, Little Nas X uh, mm-hmm. dropping his new single, and like I don't necessarily think there's been a lot of blowback as far as I've seen. Yeah, um, I'm sure somewhere it exists. It's just not circles that I travel in, but. Um, little Nas X came out, and you know he he's is he does he consider himself bisexual or gay? Um, that I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, me neither. That's I just don't want to mislabel him. That's all. That's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, but he did come out, and you know uh, so there there's there's like there's different stuff in this video, and obviously like some people have said some things about like you know he's like twerking on like the devil at one point or some shit like that. <laughs> And there's like a butt plug in the video and shit. And like people, like there's been people obviously saying like, oh, well, it's a gay agenda and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But like I know he wrote, I think it was on Twitter about like, uh, like he actually, well, he wrote a letter to himself as a young kid and was like, hey, you know, I, you should be comfortable with yourself and like you should uh, be able to like be free in who you are. And what I think is wonderful is that like younger do younger you know younger people who are gay who may see this and be able to be like dog when we grew up man like there was a there was always those rumors of like gay rappers like oh this rapper might be gay and this rapper might be gay yeah. or whatever Wendy Which, Williams was beating that drum crazy yeah she got run out of New York for that Jesus you know what that I, mean? I didn't know for this for what I heard she said that Puffy was gay and oh, that wow. Puffy essentially ran her out of New York. Yeah, because at that time Puffy was like the biggest person in the world, and told like Hot ninety seven, "Hey, you keep her on the air. I'm not. You you won't get any more bad boy shit." Yeah, yeah. So that was a story I heard. But so like that idea, like imagine how many more like gay folks ahead we we were we knew or were in school with who were scared to be open of who they were, mm-hmm. and like the prejudices that even we grew up with. Of just like using that F word and like the context behind it and um just like I mean like I grew up with like gay folks. I like you know what I mean? Like one of my mom's closest friends was a was this uh was a lesbian. I remember hearing a story, um, and I was probably only in middle school at the time, about her being like uh 
harassed and almost raped until it was broken up to like a bunch Jesus. of guys had caught her at like a gay bar and was like, we'll, we'll turn you straight. Jesus. Yeah. And like, we're going to rape her until like somebody intervened. Yeah. And Jesus. like, even knowing gay folks and knowing there's like, oh, they're not like some different animal, like none of those kind of things still had prejudices that I grew up with yeah. toward gay folks. Right. So like him being able to be free and like he, he's still even saying to himself like he was scared as a younger person to come out. Yeah, he but wrote like, like a little letter to himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's awesome that like that can exist. And like I said, not be like, you know, I mean, even like 10 years ago, I think the universal backlash you would have seen. Yep. It'd have been crazy. Even you know, 10 like years big, ago. Yeah. Like Big Sean like wrote on Twitter, like, yo, I'm so happy you're able to live who you are and like live your live your truth. Like that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like and Big Sean, like no matter what you think of him as an artist or something like that, he's a fucking huge artist. Yeah. Nobody on his level would have done that, None. you know, 10 years ago. None. Because the, the, the fear that you would have had that, like, oh, maybe he's gay and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, those ideas would have, like, resonated. And I think, like, I think it's just awesome that this young man can, like, just live his freedom. Yeah. Live his truth. Yeah. And... Like, say, like, you know, as he tweeted, he was just like, yo, if I don't get no conspiracy videos on YouTube, I'm going to be pissed. Right. Because <laughs> clearly, you know, somebody else made this point. Like, this is a young person who grew up on the Internet. Uh, you know, he's like, you could feel like the troll energy in a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I feel like. uh you know, like with like Takashi, there's like a troll energy that's like negative. It's like destructive or whatever. I feel like uh, this young man uh, very much in the vein of like how uh, David Bowie challenged like gender, the gender binary in the 70s is trolling, quote unquote, and like pushing things for like a, a building purpose for, for yeah. us to, you know, interrogate our ideas of gender, our ideas of sexuality, and then also let, like, young people, because, like, a lot of this shit not even aimed at me and you. Like, this is not our demographic, no. you know what I mean? But for, like, young people growing up like he did to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not, you know, gonna, like, be banished to the hellfire or, you know, um, live a miserable life mm-hmm. because of who I am. You know what yeah. I mean? And that shit's, that shit's necessary. It's crucial. Because if we talk about, you know, what we were talking about earlier with the Sesame Street thing and, you know, equipping young people with uh, a more open worldview, this is the kind of shit that, that pushes that conversation forward. You know what I mean? He could have kept, you know, Luther Vandross, God bless him. You know what I mean? He could have kept on he could Lil Nas X could have been on that type of time and kept his whole you know yeah. that whole part of his life like secret quote unquote you know what I mean there's so many people who have lived their lives you know came out of the womb and went into the grave living a lie and a secret you yeah. know what I'm saying and we live in a, a, a cultural space now where that's not as necessary yeah. And stuff like this that challenges shit is is just opening that space up more. 
You know what I mean? It ain't a thing that I need personally. You know what no. I'm saying? I, I, you know, identify as, you know, what I was assigned as. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm attracted to women. But to see other people get more of this and get more freedom and more openness. Like, how do you how do you hate on that? Not though it's similar in the sense where in in only in the sense of just like I you know one of the talking points online will be like on like Twitter and shit like at least the Twitter that I'm on is like what would student loan debt mean to you and like technically it would mean shit to me because I don't got no student debt I ain't right. go to college well I right. did a semester at community college yeah. like I ain't got no student loan debt but it would mean fucking a million things to a lot of people that I know and that's fucking important to me yeah. Like it would mean relief to so many people that I know, and that's important. Like, and so much to important people that I don't know, yeah. and it's not like you know we know people in our circle who are gay or trans or whatever. Like, but it doesn't. It, it's not just about like just them. It's about everybody. Like letting people. Like my kids have grown up in a world. Like I'm sure there's still like you know there's still like little issues with like. Uh, slurs and shit like that, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there's there's bullying that still happens, yeah. but like the amount of bullying is so much different. Just from what I see of just like my kids don't think like their 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 cousin came out, and mm. it wasn't like I don't want to talk to my cousin no more. I don't want to go see her no more. I don't want to do this. It was just like yeah, she's she's gay. She she was living with a woman for a couple years, like it was her roommate. Yeah. And like eventually they she just came out and was like, Yeah, that's not just my roommate. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like my kids didn't go like I don't want to see her no more. I don't want to go over there no more. Right. right. It was just like, Yeah, that's she's gay. Like as it fucking should be. Yeah. And it's just like I was glad that like and I felt like it was like maybe a little bit of what I showed my kids was eight was part of that. And just being like, be accepting of people and like why are you worried about what another person does in their bedroom? As long right. as it's consenting adults or whatever like you know what i mean if it's two consenting people or three or four consenting people because a fuck like why do you care if they're that's what they want to do or who they love yeah like at the end of the day your biggest thing is to go find somebody that you fucking love right right you know what i mean i've seen a couple people uh mad and and outraged about this but it's like you know one the devil ain't even real so you know what i mean all of that uh you know i've seen some folks who are like you know christian shout out to y'all you know what i mean um who are bothered by this i understand because you know you're taught you know from when you're a kid that there's a literal devil and you know you're not to like play around with that quote unquote i understand that shit you know what i mean but this to me is um you know, it's challenging. It's something that uh, ultimately I, my hope is that it'll be more positive and it'll open our uh, our culture up a little bit more. You know what I mean? And so the motherfuckers aren't like out here acting like they're freaked out about who, you know, another adult has sex with or loves. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's later for that shit. Like that shit's that shit's done. Yeah, I. I saw somebody say, like, you know, obviously it was one of the things where it was like, yo, you know, it's the gay agenda. They're trying to turn kids gay. And then I saw somebody else go, like, in their comments be like, well, then, like, 
by that same reasoning, can't he just show that? Can't you just show them a Megan Thee Stallion video and they'll be straight again? <laughs> just flip them back. Like, yeah, like if, that, if that's it. And like, I had never, like, it's so simplistic. I had never even thought of that. Just like that reasoning, just being like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I can argue that reasoning on a whole bunch of other levels, right? Right. Never even thought, like, okay, like, well, that would just mean that if you saw, if they showed, if you showed them a, a naked woman, that would turn them straight. Like, that same reasoning. Yep. It's just like, no, man, what it is is just like showing, so that kid that is gay or whatever, like, oh, there's other people like me out in the world. Right. Right. And like, I'm not alone. And I'm not like this, you know, representation matters, man. Whether you fucking want to believe it or not, representation really matters. Yeah. Um, And on all fronts. And that goes to like, you know, the difference, like how many black kids seeing a black superhero in Black Panther up on screen, how fucking important that was, or a uh, young girl seeing a, um, you know, Wonder Woman or, you know, Captain Marvel, like how important that shit was for people to see because they never get to see it because every other superhero is a white dude. Yeah. This is going to be fucking entertainment. You know what I mean? Then let it be entertainment for all. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Imagine, imagine if we didn't grow up seeing like, you know, in Living Color martin or some shit like that we just had to watch fucking i don't even know no white shoes from the <laughs> we just had to watch friends or like seinfeld or some yeah. shit. seinfeld's cool but yeah you know fuck that yeah i mean it, it's important that like people get to see who they are up on screen like that's why like i'll still even like call out uh marvel for the fact that like hey man we're what 10 or so years in 11 years in now whatever we still don't have an indigenous hero yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the or DC. Like, we don't have an indigenous hero anywhere. Like, yo, what's my man? What he mean? used to run with uh, with X Men. He was like um, mad strong, like the Hulk. You remember Bull? He was Alpha Flight. It was Alpha Flight. He was uh, uh I don't remember his name, but he was like he would get like real big. I know what you're talking about. He yeah. would get like real big, and he was real strong. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Um, yeah, Marvel got to get on. You know, some fly shit. I mean. Listen, man, at this point, I'll take, you know, an indigenous news, you know, a Maori hero because I'm like, hey, he's at least indigenous. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, give me something. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's important for those things. Like, that's the the character Moon Knight um, is a Jewish man in the comics. Uh-huh. Like, hey, then, you know, he needs to be Jewish in the show then. Like, you know what I mean? Right. To, like, give, like, representation is important man people need to feel represented when like it it's crazy like you go back and look at stuff and you're like oh man like um i i I was listening to somebody talk about it and they were just like you can tell she was like as a woman i can tell if if a movie was written by a woman or a man she's like i could just tell from the woman character yeah be like Like, little shit you can like yeah if the woman character doesn't talk like a woman or act like doesn't do things like a woman would do them, I can tell like they didn't even have like a woman consulting on that project. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But um, I think we should ra- uh, start to wrap up. Um, did you listen to anything new this week? Yes. Um, the the arguably the the most it ain't even arguable the most anticipated record on my social media. Um, has been uh Arm and Hammer and mm-hmm. Alchemist, the Haram joint. So yeah, I, I, I did listen to it. 
Um, and yeah, it's like, you know, Alchemist is like crazy on the production. Like you kind of know what you're getting with that. And Elucid and Billy Woods, um, a lot of people make the argument of them being like two of the best out right now with like the mm-hmm. pen. They're definitely in the class. If you want to think about it that way, like with uh, like Jay Elect, you know, Ka, you know what I mean? Like that elite class of MCs. Mm-hmm. And this is really just, you know, Arm & Hammer has been on a tear for years anyway. Like their record last year was crazy. Um, uh, Shrines. I got the vinyl up on the wall right here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the one before that was was insane. And they just like keep getting better at, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't even want to say just like world building. Cause I feel like I hear that phrase too much now, but just uh, really creating like a visual and like literary world that only they could really inhabit or, or create. And then the production is like, it don't sound like, you know, what you would typically think of like an alchemist beat. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, this isn't, this doesn't feel like music he would have gave like Freddie Gibbs or Prodigy when Prodigy was around. It's, it's very much, it feels like he, uh, as a producer tried to like tailor this shit to, two MCs who are different than anybody else that he really works with. You know yeah. what I mean? So I I fuck with this shit. It just it's it's so heavy and uh and vivid and it's like it feels it's one of them joints where I listened to it through the first time and was like, oh I'm gonna have to like keep putting it's this whole dense. one. Yeah, it's dense lyrically. That's what it's I was really trying dense. to. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Like I saw it working in your head. And yeah. I'm like, I didn't want to cut you. I didn't want to cut you off and be like dense. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's dense lyrically. It's one of those things I listen to, and I'm just like, like you said, I, oh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this. Like, this yeah. isn't something I can just listen to one time straight through and be like, oh yeah, like I got every, you know, every fucking reference in this, or I got every lyric and understood everything. Um. But yeah, you know what it kind of reminds me of, like a, uh, almost like a a RZA and Jizza record together. Like if it would have came, like a RZA and Jizza record would have came out together, right? In like '98 or some shit like that. Like yeah. that's kind of how it feels. Yeah, I can hear that. Like with uh, the textures and like the atmosphere of it. Yeah, you know what I mean, and the the way that they approach the mic. It's it's just crazy um, to see the amount of uh attention but also like the 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 love that people have been like giving this shit because this is like thoroughly you know like underground hip-hop you know what i mean yeah definitely it isn't like music that uh you know it's music that rewards you know engagement it's not like something that like is like a catchy bop kind of thing it's like music that you could tell people who are getting this i've been seeing people you know since it came out on friday we're recording this on sunday people have just been like quoting lines you know what i mean elucid has a line on here where he says um what the fuck he said uh just because i wander don't mean that i'm lost just because i i wonder don't mean that i i can't think of the rest of it but 
you could you could tell like the the people are digging into it and like mm-hmm. the lines are resonating with people the production is resonating with people it's you know it's up there in one of my like favorite things i've heard uh this year so far you know what i mean yeah we got we got two bangers back to back these last couple of weeks with the benny joint last week and this in the uh, Arm and Hammer joint this week, like two like joints where you're like, okay, they'll probably be in my uh my top five this year. Yeah, already, like you know what I mean. I'm dropping you. It's like yeah, these, both of these records, I, I I love both these records. It, it is, um, and you're like you said, it's a it's a huge celebration of like quote unquote underground hip hop. Yeah, I yeah, this shit is dope to see. Um. You know, like you said, people like uh, this shit being like a celebration of like the craft of MC and, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't gotten to really penetrate like the concepts. Like there, there's certain shit that like jumps out to me lyrically. I'm like, oh, I see, you know, where y'all going with that. But it's really something uh, that I'm going to keep revisiting, you know, and it, I feel like it's something that'll reward me like all their other records, something that rewards yeah. repeated listens. And uh, other than that, um, we can wrap up. Again, uh, just a reminder, we'll be off for like the next three weeks or so. Um, yeah. Uh, as we prepare to roll out for the documentary, uh, make sure you follow us on our social medias at uh, um, Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, we'll have all the, like the dates will be up there and like the poster will be up there, the trailer, all, all our shit. Make sure you go subscribe to our Vivo channel. That is extremely important because this is where this documentary will be living at. Yeah. Um, so go subscribe to the Vivo channel, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Put that in there. It'll pop right back. It'll pop right up. You will find us, subscribe, like, and subscribe on there. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of videos that are up there that are exclusive that are only going up there anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So go do that. Um, Hit up the website, SeriousRapShit.com. You get our t-shirts. We got the mugs there. Got beanies, all that shit. It's getting ready to be summertime. Go grab you a t-shirt. you can hit us up individually on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy, I-N-D-I underscore S-R-S. Mm-hmm. You're John underscore Liberator. Um, that's both our Instagram and Twitters. Um, and other than that, uh, oh, the Abolish Ice t-shirts uh, are available at um, Incense Trap and Yoga. Um, I'm not sure if folks are following it as closely. Um you know, there isn't as much outrage now that Trump's not in office, but yep. <laughs> there's still kids in cages. Um, you know, now they're now they just have plastic shit up instead of actual fencing, you know, because that makes the difference. Yeah, it's different. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's Crazy. there's still kids in cages right now. Um, and uh, you know, part of the proceeds from the t-shirts go toward helping families uh, separated at the border with legal aid. Um, so you know, uh, other than that. Um, oh, if you're listening to this in the um, Apple Podcast app, you can rate review us right there. That really helps us out. Yep. Um, five stars. Drop us a dope review. Um, and other than that, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, again, follow the social media so we can, so you can stay up to date with what's going on with us. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend, take this rap shit too.